November 2018, I sat in front of an interview panel competing for a job as an administrative assistant. It paid $14 an hour and required a degree. <laughs> With sweaty palms, a racing heart, and the knowledge that I was just one of many interviewing, I wondered, how could I stand out to be picked? After several interviews, I struggled to stand out from the herd, but I knew I knew I was a powerful asset to have and they just couldn't see it. I'm teachable, determined, and scrappy when I need to be, but I couldn't help them see that. One call to a friend changed everything when she said, why don't you work for clients online instead of in person? Something shifted in me and I started researching becoming a virtual assistant. I read articles, paid for courses to teach me how to launch and asked questions to others in the industry. And I learned this shit sounded stagnant. <laughs> Sure, they were virtual, but they were still embodying the corporate rigidity and mindset. And if I was gonna do this, I was gonna do it in an entirely different way. So I put on my blinders and launched a business without using any of the lessons, feedback, and guides I had in front of me. And within two weeks, I was fully built. Within one year, I was earning double the income I would've if I'd accepted a job offer from any of those interview panels. And then I started teaching others to do the same. Hi, I'm Lorelai Taylor. This podcast is where we candidly share our journeys. Mine as an initiator to an entirely different kind of virtual assistant business and Marcel's as an integrator who took my lessons and did it in her own way too. You get both of our perspectives in an unscripted, free-spirited, and joyful approach to launching, running, and up-leveling your own VA business. Let's go to the show. It's the season of love. <laughs> you do like a little music there. Okay. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we are recording it as Valentine's Day is upon us and neither of us are Valentine's Day people, but I do like the, the reminder to go back to love. That's what I like about Valentine's Day. It's about all. That's it. That's it. It's yeah. like we went two decades without really having date nights but every time valentine's day would come around we were like all right we need to like it's been a year <laughs> <laughs> prioritize yeah. this yeah refocus back to what it should be yeah yeah so with that conversation let's talk about how to fall back in love with your business when you might be feeling a little bit of eh, about it <laughs> When it's time to go and dive into work, what's the energy you're diving in with? Is it like, do you feel like your heels are dug into the ground and you're being pulled by something and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to. <laughs> or are you waking up in the morning and being like, I cannot wait to get into work. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking that's impossible, that's me. <laughs> I actually sometimes take notes in the middle of the night because I'll be dreaming and I'll be like, I know what to do. Like I literally dream of my clients' businesses in my sleep, wake up, write a note. One time my client woke up in the morning and I had like had this whole strategy outlined. I was actually staying with her because of, like I go to Florida and we do work in person together. And so she woke up in the morning and looks over at me and I'm like, are you ready? <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> That's funny. But say you've lost that spark in your business, how to get it back. So that's what the, we're going to be talking about in this episode, because we lost the spark with this business, yeah. just to put it fully out there. 
And it was because we were trying to do what everyone else was doing. And that's really working through social media. Mm -hmm. And we're not social media people. We're just not. Neither of us are. And it's not about a fear of being seen, although sometimes it is. And it's not about not knowing what to say, although sometimes it is. (laughs) And it's not about um, trying to figure out how to make it into a perfect package. And sometimes it is. just gonna say sometimes we overthink it and so what did we do to pivot that because I'm sitting here completely lit up with energy to talk to you guys do you feel the same Marcel for sure yeah because it's easy what we yeah we just talk we just hang out it's like talking to your best friends just like what we did is we switched from being a social media based business to being a podcast based business that we also shared a social media Right. Is this little pivot that took us from from that dug our heels in moment to like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's run the race. (laughs) So if you have been through a lull and want to kick up the energy again, I'm going to start with a mantra from my client and one of my favorite businesses to follow. It's movement creates momentum. And that's from Andrea Crowder at The Unruly Entrepreneur. And I love this tip. This has personally benefited me so much. Now let's think about it in a different way from business. Now imagine you are like, all right, I know I need to get more activity. I want to start exercising. So you like create a whole plan. You make sure you have the tools. It's like a membership or a a set of weights. I don't know what it is. You have the things, you're ready. And it's time to go exercise and you're like I don't wanna (laughs) digging them heels in (laughs) the best way that I found to get through it is tell myself just five minutes I'm just gonna do five minutes that's all that's my goal the goal is so short so imagine you're at like the shooting range and the goal is like 400 meters down and you're like I'm not gonna hit this I'll shoot sure but like I don't feel confident in my ability to hit it but what if it was three meters away. I guarantee you could hit that. Having such a short goal and just creating movement to get there with your workout, you're five minutes in and you're like, the endorphins are going, the blood is pumping. And you're like, I didn't get sweaty to stop after five minutes. And you end up doing the whole workout. Yeah. That's because the movement is what created the motivation to do it. So sometimes it just has to be like a three, two, one go. There is a a book and a TED talk. I actually suggest the TED talk, but she talks about how when you feel that, when you feel that voice in, in your head that says like, I should be doing that. I should be. Sometimes it's a really good opportunity to just say five, four, three, two, one, and then do a movement in the direction of that thing. A lot of times it'll just work itself out as you're moving towards it. Yeah. And part of this is what I've learned about the unconscious mind is the longer we hesitate, the longer we pull back, the more our mind thinks, oh, it's a tiger and it's dangerous. Therefore, I should send every alarm bell and whistle to not do it. All of a sudden, that's as simple as creating a reel for Instagram feels in the body like danger. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) That's how I felt. But the cool thing is, is that the brain is so intent on keeping us safe that if we start moving at it, it's going to change from this is dangerous to flight. 
it goes from fight to flight because it's like, well, we're already moving in that direction. So we've got to figure it out. And so this is when that movement also can really neutralize fear as well, especially when it's like that unconscious thought that's preventing us from doing that. This has personally helped me through workouts, through... I'm like a homebody and I don't like to leave very often. And so like I set my, I go through seasons where I'm like, I will go hang out with one person this week. I force myself to be social. I know, but I do. Like I, I blame COVID. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was like a year that I got to just be like, well, I'm home. <laughs> it's like winning for you. <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> well, that's funny. But in the act of saying, like, of making a commitment and moving towards it, it stopped feeling like a thing anymore. And in business, this has helped every single facet of business for me, every single one of them, by just getting myself into movement to go towards that. So we'll leave Andrea Crowder's Instagram info here in case you want to go follow her and have and hear more tips like that. But let's talk about this. You want to fall back in love with your business, but you're not sure where to start. We're going to suggest first to go back to basics. What has been made too complicated? And how can you simplify it? I do find that a lot of times, especially with your business, you can really overcomplicate things so much that it's like that alone causes pause and dread. And the feeling of overwhelm can just take over everything. So Mm -hmm. I think. The more you can simplify without losing the foundation, the better off you'll be. You'll you'll have way more energy and creativity to to come up with things that just better suit or or go hand in hand with, with your offer or the client's offer. So simplifying and taking away a lot of those complicated tasks or or sometimes it's just the whole thing. Sometimes the you have too many options that that's yes. too many, too much. So getting to the core of what you're really about, what your business is doing or what your client's business is, and then just simplifying around that and having everything just kind of funnel through to that main thing. I think it really kind of can help you put blinders on for all the other other stuff around you. Absolutely. And also like something you just said, if it's too complicated for you, how does it feel for the client? How does it feel for the customer? If, if there's too many options or say you're like, I'm building this course and I'm going to include everything like, like I have this and this and this and this and this and this and this. There's a reason that encyclopedias aren't really purchased anymore. And it's because this era is not interested in diluting the message. Mm -hmm. We don't want it all. We want what's relevant. So instead of the encyclopedia, we're going to hit up Wikipedia. And so how can you take that? How can you take that energy into your business where you tell people this is what you get and they just understand? Yeah. Well, and I think too, sometimes if you have so many offers out there, People don't know where to start. Mm. So when you're talking about the the customer's um, interaction, like if you have 80 things, then I'm already overwhelmed and I'm exiting. 
-hmm. Like I just need to know. So maybe it's organizing the 80 things so that it still funnels to what you're wanting or getting, I bet you, if you have 80 things, you probably don't need all 80. It's way yeah, too like what, what is old energy and not relevant anymore? Yeah. Or what can you bundle? Yes. Bundle. Yes. Even if you're going to get rid of a program that's still all prepped, it's evergreen, it's ready to go. It's like deliverable. One last sale, one last sale on it. Mark it down to a place that you feel really comfortable. Go out with a bang. People can still access it. And then you don't have to feel like you have to market that thing anymore. Right. And then also, if you do have a lot of offerings or if your client has a lot of offerings, a simple, this is where to start. New here, this is the perfect place to start. Those are always going to be great. I also really like free opt-ins where people can just experience what it's like learning from you. And that opt-in says, here's the first step if you want to engage more with a brand. Easy peasy. And it walks them through. It's almost like you're walking down a path, you're holding hands. <laughs> Maybe that's weird, but Marcel and I don't hold hands when we walk. No. <laughs> but you're just walking down the path with them, guiding them, but you're with them. Yeah. It's not, you're not so far apart or detached from them that they feel solo in it. And when there's 80 offers and you don't know where to start, it can definitely feel like you're solo. Yeah. So cut a lot of, like, just pause things. It's not saying that you never can use that content again. It's content. I say reuse, reuse, revamp reuse. it, you know, make it better when necessary or when you're ready to. But if you're falling out of love for with your business, that is not the time to put the pressure on yourself to create new, for sure. I think it's it's a good time to just look at your core things and then scale everything else back, put it in draft mode instead of publish. Mm -hmm. Like that's okay. And then figure out a way to combine things as you're going and as you're getting more and more excited. Yeah. If you look at all your offerings, maybe you write them down on a piece of paper and drag your finger down it. And as your finger touches it, which things like fill your body with energy, that's like muscle testing. That's like how you can see like, what your intuition is saying and just feeling what's happening in your body can, can do a lot. Now, what happens if you drag down to one of these things on your list and it's an offer you really love, but your community didn't engage with it well, or it didn't have the turnover that you expected? What can you do then? Because that can be like, well, I love it, but I feel defeated interacting with this thing. Mm -hmm. We have a few tips for that. And one is, is this an area where you may have given up too soon? Did it just need refined? Did it just need um, simplified or expanded? Like ask yourself, what is it lacking? Or what did I actually want to do with it that I didn't follow my own intuition? Did I give away something I don't feel resonant with? Did I put too many things in it that pulled my energy too much? Or do I have something else that I feel like would really round this out and make sense? Sometimes something doesn't land the first time and that's okay because that's where we are like, well, I'm going to tinker with it. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to like see, I'm going to see what else might work. Yeah. Or, or did you not sell it with the emotion, the feeling? If you go back and listen to our previous episode, we talked about making sure that you're putting in the feelings and the energy 
and sharing your story that's going to pull them in and want to connect with you. So maybe it's also just looking back at how you sold it instead of maybe the content is right. Maybe everything else is bundled beautifully and it was just the delivery. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't sold long enough and it, and your people needed time to warm up. Yep. Yeah. And the storytelling will help them warm up really fast. That'll, that'll help. Yeah. Another thing is, is this thing, is it the thing that's the problem or is it the way? Is it delivered in a way that you like? Or is that like, oh, that's where it gets a little sticky. Or was there feedback that you were given that if you just take that feedback into play, it's, it streamlines everything. Does it need a total revamp? That's one question. And I'm going to lean towards, it probably doesn't, but sometimes maybe it does. Sometimes. Does it need dropped? <laughs> it's totally possible that you don't feel energy behind the thing is because it's not correct for you anymore. So right. that's a great question to ask yourself. Yeah, because we all go through seasons. And and that's where just setting it off to the side and not worrying about it. And and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with with dropping it and then maybe looking at it when you're ready to again in a different season. Yep. I the love content, that. The content's there. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's not going anywhere. So as you're going through your list, we're going to suggest the four Ds, which is delegate, meaning get someone to help make it happen. Delay, which is like, it's still relevant, but it's not right now. Delete, which doesn't actually mean delete because you have content in there that can be repurposed. That just means like, it's not a right not a right now and not ever in this capacity again, or is it a do? If the energy floods your body and you're ready to go and you feel that like, oh my gosh, I could run a marathon. Do the thing, just go use that energy. <laughs> Another question is, is there something wrong with the pricing, the delivery or the design around something you feel hesitation around? And, and I'm gonna say, design is a huge piece of this. I'm sorry, but like when I get like fresh, graphics yeah. for something, all of a sudden the energy comes back and maybe it just needs that. Maybe the visuals need revamped. And if the pricing, if you don't feel resonant with it, if you feel like if I sell this, I'll be at a deficit with my time, a deficit with my energy, raise the price. Mm -hmm. If you feel like, well, I priced this to match the industry, but it doesn't feel super comfortable. I feel like my client won't pay for it or they won't think it's valuable. If you're having those questions, drop the price, just put it on sale. It doesn't have to be a permanent drop. Say it's a thousand dollars. You could drop it to say like 750 and say it's on sale and see what happens then. See if your, your audience relates to it more. And sometimes going back to movement creates momentum. We can sell something at a low price point, get all the energy by seeing our customers like really have a great transformation for it, collect those testimonials. And then the next time we want to sell it at a thousand or whatever it is, we feel so much more confident about it because we've seen the proof. We know it works. Yeah. Yeah. The proof's in the pudding. You got it. And you can share that and that'll help sell that, that price point. The other thing would be maybe it just needs a name change. Ooh. You know, sometimes you think you've got a good title for this program or what have you. And it turns out it's not what people are searching or and it's not what's landing. Yeah. It's not landing. So sometimes it's as simple as a name change, which I know for like a course, that's not necessarily simple, <laughs> but depending on how you, how much you said it, but <laughs> yeah, 
Well, an hour spent now yeah. adjusting could mean hundreds of thousands of dollars then. So it's like, when you look at it like that, I feel like it's not too bad to do. I think the example for us is our podcast. When we switched from Instagram posting and and trying to do everything on Instagram and switching it to a podcast, it just felt so energizing. It felt nice and lovely and easy. And and it wasn't that we had to drop Instagram. We still wanted Instagram, but we were able to use it in a different way that worked really well for the two of us. And sometimes yeah. if you can just look at the platforms you're using and and switch how you're using them, that can be a massive game changer. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And our last tip is to go to the grassroots, which means go to the people and listen. That means your customers, your clients, your community that already engages with you. Talk to people. Just talk to them. Start a conversation and see what fills you with energy as you speak. What advice, tips, or suggestions they may have. What resonance or suggestions they may have. Take what resonates and leave what feels dense. You may also find yourself mentoring people as you talk to them about the field you're in. And when you find yourself mentoring people accidentally, just pay attention to that. Your body's telling you, we find interest here. This is something that doesn't take energy from me. It builds energy and just play around with it is all I'm suggesting. So play with your business, have fun, delegate, delay, delete, or do. (laughs) And that's it. And then you can fall back in love. All right. That's all we got for today. We will see you on the next episode. Check the show notes if you want to see some of the tips. We've typed them out for you so that you can just like take that and run with it. See what resonates with you. Drop anything that we said that you're like, nah, that's not for me. Great. It's not for you. It's meant for someone else. So, and then leave us a review. We'd love to know what you think about this podcast. We'd love to hear what lands for you and what you'd like to hear more of. So we'll see you there. Bye guys. Bye. Make sure you follow the show to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you're ready to learn more about launching your own virtual assistant business, check the show notes for info on how you can launch quickly and easily with your VA lab. We're so glad you're here.